Drew and Dan Podcast Network. The following is brought to you by the Expatriate Breakfast Burrito. Welcome to the Drew and Dan Podcast Experience. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Oh yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. I'm hey everybody out there in podcast land. Oh, Hello. Yeah. Welcome to the Drew and Dan Show. We are back. Uh, man, I'm Dan. It is so good. I'm Dan. This is Drew. <laughs> it is I, so we good. have new yeah. listeners. They might not know who's Dan and who's Drew. All right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. Oh, oh you cut me off. <laughs> I feel like we have to re-record that whole intro. That was no, disaster. it's good. We're, we are rusty. We are we're rusty. We're, we'll fix it in post. We're, yeah, it, that's right. Hey, Dan, can we fix it in post? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fix it in my spare time. Uh, uh, no, we're, we're Drew, I don't know about you. I've really been looking forward to this. Josie and I were like, man, this is, we've been anticipating this show to premiere for a very long time in the same way we would like a prestige TV show coming back on the air, you know? Yeah. And uh, it yeah, felt I'm like excited it had, to talk about it with you. It had been with us for so long and then it felt like it went away for so long and uh, to the fans of Bachelor Nation who have been steadfastly avoiding our NBA podcast, shame on you, but welcome back. We can't stay mad at you. We love you. <laughs> I had a couple of people ask specifically where, <laughs> at what point of the last podcast was Joel's dog attacked? <laughs> and I was like, you have to... You have to listen yeah. to the whole thing. Yeah, like, we're not going to tell you the timestamp. You have to listen to all of our thoughts to hear the dog attack. Yeah. Uh, Josie made a good point last night when we were watching it, though, because we – was it four months ago that the last – it wasn't four months ago that the last Bachelor premiered, right? Or was it? It was uh, a long time ago. It feels it like a long, long time, yeah. I mean, Josie yeah. made the point of now that we're in this season of The Bachelorette, there is going to be some kind of bachelor franchise on TV on ABC through like spring. It's going to go this paradise bachelor, another bachelorette. And then who knows? I wonder, I was thinking this last night too. And then we'll finally talk about the the show. Did ABC, did ABC ditch the old person bachelor? Oh, (laughs) they kept like previewing. I mean, I hope so. I hope so. I, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the previews for that. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, speaking of Bachelor offshoots, I really enjoyed the like that singing Bachelor, like American Idol mashup where they brought in yeah, like, that was performers. Good. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I expected to not like it, but it ended up being a surprisingly decent offshoot of the show. But Everything in the franchise is just good. It's just... And I like other I like other reality shows and dating shows and stuff. Um, but the Bachelor franchise is just it's really good. It's really well done. <laughs> Which is why we podcast about it. Yeah. And yeah, our, yeah, our yeah. podcast fan base is growing. Uh, I was at a baseball yeah. weekend this past weekend in St. Louis, um, watching mm-hmm. Flamethrower Mark Appel for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I, uh, you know, introduced some people to the pod. There was a lot of buzz around the pod in St. Louis. Our fan base is growing uh, in Texas. Of all places. 
Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber is not listening to the pod, but I have to. Dan, I'm I'd be dead serious right now. I, okay, are you ready? Like you're laughing, yeah. like you're not ready. Like you're well, not. You usually tell me stuff, so I feel like I'm insane. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, I we're growing apart, which is I forgot sad, about. Okay, <laughs> we live apart. We're we're growing apart. Um, Mark Mark has been um, promoting our podcast to the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen, and dude. He, he is yeah. So uh, to the Philadelphia Phillies relief pitchers listening to this, um, although there was a caveat to that, um, uh. I, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure how this came up or why I committed to this, but oh, you, no. you know, <laughs> since this pod has a very niche audience, where it's uh, an NBA podcast and a Bachelor podcast, at one point during a conversation um that we were having I, I said you know what we could maybe just add some philadelphia phillies bullpen talk to the podcast and then mark's like perfect <laughs> and so <laughs> hey whatever it takes I, I don't know why i committed to that but to the to the phillies who are listening and to the fans of the phillies who are listening everyone in philly we love you our our fan base Dodger, is growing uh, in texas um to the texas fan base of the pod we love yeah. you let's go dan let's get into this it's bachelor nation it. the premiere happened i was incredibly excited um, yeah, I, I usually Dan go into this with pretty strong opinions about the um, the people that are involved already. So when we did the back, you mean like the con- the contestants? No, like no, no. The... the people we know, the like uh, they're not contestants, but like the Bachelor or the Bachelor, whoever that is. Yeah, um, yeah. So like when when Clayton was announced as the Bachelor, I was like, why? <clears throat> like why is this happening? Like I was out like almost immediately. Then he turned out to be like the biggest dud in bachelor history <laughs> he was terrible yeah he was terrible and uh then when they did the double you know i really was hoping it would not be gabby and uh rachel and especially rachel because i she just drove me crazy on the last season uh the like she would always lean in close and whisper like how many conversations would you have in a dead whisper like from an inch away it was like rachel speak up we can't hear you <laughs> <laughs> like she was, I was like, "Why is this girl constantly whispering?" And um, you know, I felt bad for Gabby and the, the other girl who won um, for what happened to them, but I didn't feel that bad for Rachel. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't like Rachel. It's not that I like loved her, but I I just thought she's like great. Like even last night too, it's like, oh, she's a really. And this is to start to get into it. One thing Josie and I noticed is like they. Cause Rachel and Gabby are very, very different. Right. You'd agree. Like they, they like each other. They both have a good sense of humor, but Rachel was like really, really engaged with all the guys, even the, even the three poor guys, they, the only three guys they kicked out, Rachel's like really engaged and asking questions and kind of like disarming a little bit where Gabby, I think is more intimidating. And part of that intimidation, I feel like is how she left um, Clayton's season just in a storm of, getting beeped out and it was awesome the way she left, but, but it'll be interesting to see that dynamic develop of like, I wonder if guy, if certain guys in the house will start to go to Gabby. Um, Cause like our friend, Brandon Cavender, they're attracted to her and they think she's funny and whatever. Like, I wonder if certain guys will start to gravitate towards Gabby, be intimidated and go to Rachel. Do you know what I mean? Did you notice that at all? So, yes, there's a lot to unpack with what you were just saying, Dan. I, I know you just asked me a very direct question there at the end, but I can't get past how you started. Oh. 
where I just want to say to uh, Corey Kniebel, if you're listening, um, <laughs> feel free to send in a, it's Dayotree at Gmail. Feel free to send in a question. Uh, you're a Dodger. Great. And I hope you, I wish you success <laughs> on the Phillies. Uh, what were you saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Phillies bullpen. Uh, we love you guys. And, but um, so my deal with Dan, Rachel, it's funny. You and so it sounds like you and Josie don't have an issue with Rachel. No. And again, it's not that we're like, Oh my gosh, she's awesome. She's not your favorite, she's, but you're, you think it's normal. Yeah. I actually, yeah, yeah. so Jody and I both, it's so weird. We are like repelled by her, by her aura, by her energy, by everything about yeah, everything I, she does. Like literally there's nothing she can like say or do that doesn't just drive me insane. And uh, <laughs> we started a whisper count last night. We're like, okay, we're going to keep a whisper tally for every time Rachel just whispers for no reason. She didn't do it till the end, but anyway, that, but she did it. And we're like, there it is. She's back. When she came out, and ah! so she, she literally like whispered. <laughs> it drove me crazy. But um, I think it all, here's where it started. Dan. I got to trace this back. It started when she was on a one-on-one with Colton and like laughing hysterically. Clayton. Like he was the funniest guy in the world. Uh, did I say Colton? Yeah. Clayton. Yeah. Which I get that. That is annoying, but that's like, that's what you're supposed to do on these. No, shows. not when you're with a guy who's a total dud and a total zero, which Clayton was. And then she's acting like, Oh, I'm trying to, so that just showed me that, Oh, she's trying to compete and get to the next level because nothing's funny about this guy. Those aren't jokes. You want jokes? I got jokes. These are not jokes, Colton or Clayton or whatever, whatever your name is. Um, mm-hmm. And so is that that's what started for me. And then the whisper just pushed me over the edge. And then at the end where they found out that he was in love with all three of them, like the other two like kind of flipped out in a rage and she just sort of like collapsed and oh. cried. But it was pretty evident to me, Dan, maybe you disagree. She Even in that moment, she would have taken him. If he came back to her, she would have immediately... Oh, yeah. I- Immediately pick yourself up and said, I, I won. Yeah. And that, that just, I was like, come on, have some dignity, have some strength. The other two girls went out guns a blazing. One of them came back, which very much disappointed me. But, you know, yeah, I really yeah. respected the girls who went off and left. And I just was already out on Rachel. But the fact that I just got the impression that she just hung around, like, maybe he'll come back after she just, de- he just yeah. devastated you. And it's like, come on, lady, get it together. Um, well, I'll be interested to see if you, if you and Jody change your tune. Cause it is, it is different. Like when you are competing to win the heart of one person, you kind of have to be in a spot of like, even if he is a dud, you have to play the game a little bit more, right? Where if you're the one people are competing for, maybe, I don't know, maybe you'll change your mind a little bit. So you asked the question initially before I went off on my tangent, like, you know, are Gabby and Rachel, like, are they friends? uh, Or I I actually forgot the question at this point, but I will say they, they, Rachel started it a little bit. It's almost like she's trying to mark her territory a little more. There is an edge Uh of competition that came out, even in this first episode where they're like, Oh, we're holding hands. We're best friends. We're, we are so, so happy we have each other. But then there were these moments where it was like, Oh, that's my type. You know, did you catch that? How how clearly one said to the other, Oh, he's my type. Like, I read in between the lines, back off, right? Or maybe that's obvious to everyone. Dude, Rachel started The previews from the coming episodes, it looks brutal, dude. It looks so brutal. Yeah. I, uh, go go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, to your point about Gabby being, um, 
apologies to Brandon who loves her, but Gabby being a little bit harsher, a little bit tougher, a little bit uh, edgier, meaner, I don't know the right words. Um, that's kind of mm-hmm. the vibe she puts out. Um, uh, let's scale this back even further. Let's, let's psychoanalyze, you know, um, your, your wife's a trained therapist. Let's get her on the pod and, and discuss this. Uh, we've seen Gabby's grandfather, um, unpopular opinion, Gabby's grandfather, kind of a jerk. Uh, kind of a harsh dude. Kind of a jerk. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I don't care. Come at me, uh, Bachelor Nation. Everyone who thinks Gabby's grandfather is a sweet old man. No, he's actually like kind of harsh and rude. And I think Gabby's a product of growing up, you know, in that environment where like that's, you know, the, the kind of humor you have where you just kind of insult people or bash on people or rag on people and you have to get thick skin and dish it mm-hmm. out as you take it. And I think um <laughs> the edge we see has less to do with yeah a little bit of how she went out on the last show but also i just think that's how she is and that's her family of origin um yeah uh, too deep of a dive great. too deep of a dive no. uh we can save it for another one we dad is is gabby's grandfather a jerk or am i <laughs> or is dan a jerk <laughs> i'll put up a twitter poll twitter poll all three of us will be an option <laughs> bachelor nation okay dad is at drew martin Okay, Drew, here's a couple things I want us to kind of hit on a few of these guys too because I think as a whole, I it seems so far like a pretty decent crop of dudes. Like there's a couple a couple weirdos like the magic couple, guy. Apparently there were three absolutely nots. <laughs> there were yeah, th- three hard passes and everyone else made it through. But uh, I noticed that and I wonder if you notice this too. It seems like the last, I don't know, maybe five seasons of Bachelor or Bachelorette, Paradise not included. There's been a precedent set on the first night to like, if you do not kiss the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, you are behind, right? Like right. everyone, it, it's like who can get the first kiss and then everyone, everyone is just kissing all night, you know? Right. Last night, I think there were four total four five maybe and i if just that, and I if that many, yeah and i wonder if there's a hesitation to like take a physical step because if i don't know if someone kisses rachel and then they end up having a connection with gabby like in these do you think these guys are in the house thinking like oh if i kiss one of them they're gonna tell the other and that immediately means that that one won't be interested yeah. in me anymore or i lose my chance so that's that's a dynamic I didn't really think about when yeah. before the season started. And it was really funny because both the girls, I like equally, they both, you could see them at certain points kind of leaning forward a little bit. And then the guys would be like, all right, well, I'm going to go back in there and I uh, hope you have a good night. Get, give them like a pat on the back. You know, it didn't, didn't offer up a kiss or anything, but um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's a weird dynamic, uh, altogether. I don't even think, you know, um, <laughs> that the producers know how toxic this is going to get. I mean, that's the goal, Dude. right? Drama, tears, yeah. devastation in their wake. That's what the producers want. That's what they're going to get. They've gotten it pretty, they've, they are experts at getting this level of toxicity and drama. And I think, yeah. you know, the preview for the season actually got me super pumped up, Dan. I was like, oh, here we go. We're back. Yeah. So. It, it looks awesome, but it also looks like it's going to be really sad. Like guys just rejecting <laughs> roses and saying like, 
Yeah, I'm not it, was mostly, it was mostly happening to Rachel, so it wasn't that sad. But, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she literally, like in her intro, she was like, "I've never, I've never been with a guy who's made me laugh before." I'm like, "We just watched you in the last season laughing like Clayton was what's like what's the name of a famous comedian like Mitch Hedberg <laughs> or something." Oh, <laughs> uh, quick, quick, Dan, comedian, Dan, uh, comedian. Seth MacFarlane, uh, <laughs> the guy. The guy who created Homer Simpson, uh, <laughs> Cartman from South Park. Um, uh, all right. So, any who are your favorite? Also, really quick, um, Jose Alvarado. If you're listening, um, <laughs> we just you did great. Uh, big love, big love to the Phillies bullpen. Big love to the Phillies yeah, bullpen. Yeah. Um, holding yeah. it down, best bullpen in baseball over the last three, four weeks now. So, um, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Fightings. <laughs> Okay, so another – I'm trying to think of like – a couple guys did stick out, but there are a couple of things I wanted to touch on really quick. One was I thought it was funny how how many of the guys thought like – their thought process was like, oh, it's going to be really awkward when both these girls offer me a rose. Like I just yeah. don't want there to be like jealousy. <laughs> like yeah. it's funny the, the, the thing that's happening in all these guys' minds of like – Oh, there's two of them and I'm awesome. So that probably means they're going to fight over me and there's going to be jealousy. You know, uh, I feel like there was like 10 guys who said something like that. I also, um, with Rachel and with Gabby there at the very beginning, I don't know if you caught it or your, um, your hatred of Rachel was just blinding you, but they both, there was like a two minute dialogue between the two of them where they were talking about how much they hate men and they don't trust men anymore. Yeah. And, I'm like, that is that is that something that the producers just kind of left in to tell us how much they were hurt by Clayton, or is it something that they're gonna kind of weave throughout the season of like, a, they'll get close to a guy and then like, well, I don't trust, I cannot trust you, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will have to see. I, I buy it from Gabby because. I don't buy it from Rachel. So, um, okay. That's just, All right. That's just, no, I'm not, I'm serious. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. All right. Let me, let me run through some guys. I'm just going to throw out a, a descriptor and you can react. All right. Yeah. Let's Head, do it. Headphone guy. The, headphone the, guy. The, the guy with the noise canceling headphones. Oh yeah. They really liked that. Yeah. Is that the message you want to send? Like, I don't know if you thought that all the way through. It's like, Hey, I'm going to be talking to both of you. I don't want you to know what I'm saying to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, let's keep this pretty, pretty private. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, headphone guy. Dude, I don't know. They did like it, though. Um, football coach, he didn't get a lot of airtime, but his entrance was really weird. Dude. Like, is that, is that the, let's like, go. <laughs> it's like, is that romantic yeah. to these women when you come out <laughs> giving in your, like, pump up speech that you give to, I don't know. Like, yeah, let's so go. Weird. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. the real the really intentional guy who declared that he um, hadn't been intimate with a woman for a year and a half because of his high yeah. level of intentionality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like again, all three guys we just mentioned did not get sent home. Um, a guy yeah. showed up with two live baby chicks, one in each hand, to make it just to make a pun about talking to two chicks, and then he had just ended up spending the whole night just holding these baby chicks, just pooping Dude. everywhere. I. 
I was like tense because I'm like, imagine what would happen if he like tripped or sneezed or something and accidentally <laughs> hey, just no, squeezed those are his fragile hands. animals. <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing? Um, meatball sub guy. That was awesome. <laughs> My favorite entrance was the guy who wa- walked out and you, you know he'd been rehearsing his mind how to greet them their names, but he said the wrong <laughs> name to the because they were probably just standing like reverse order that he was expecting. Yeah. But he rehearsed it in his mind so much he just called <laughs> called them by the wrong names right off the bat. That was incredible. Yep. One guy, you know, a guy shows up barefoot. A guy drives a forklift. Uh, you sell forklifts. I sell forklift training software. So I think we can relate to that guy. Okay, really quick forklift guy. Driving a forklift is like, it's not incredibly hard, but if you don't know how to do it, it's really disorienting. Yeah. And you Man, we know you drive forklifts. We get it. You're, no, you're very listen, good listen. at it. I, I'm you jealous. Need, you need to be certified. Like the I know. I sell the software. <laughs> what I'm saying, if you let me finish, also shout out Michael Kelly. Uh, great <laughs> job this year. Um, Kelly's energy. <laughs> but you, like, what I'm saying is, he a lot of times in their like job description they're like social media influencer or like whatever and it's like well not really but his thing is like he's a construction worker and you actually need to be certified in order to drive like abc could get sued really big time if he wasn't certified so all to say i think he's the real deal he's the real deal (laughs) yeah checks out Um, although he didn't put the forks all the way on the ground there there was a really random moment they didn't really show it but there was an awkward like mic drop where the guy like kind of walked up and set a mic down do you you catch that and then yeah, that was weird. Away, but it was like super strange. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I mean, let's just talk about the guys who got sent home right off the bat. That there was like hard pass, um, magician, and the twins. Any any thoughts on the magician and the twins? Uh, I thought Josie was going to start crying because of how bad she felt for the magician guy. <laughs> well, his like, magic, his magic was pretty weak. I mean. You could see the card. It was like painted black. It's like, are you but, actually uh, a magician or did you just buy that at 7-Eleven on the way over here and like think of that little shtick? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's tough to say. We didn't really get much with them. The twins, I, they were both like super, super not into the twins. Yeah. I just thought they were boring. I, I, I didn't really get what's weird about it. They also... They looked like if Pete Davidson and Christian Yelich had a baby, but <laughs> there was um. So I think then for both the magician and the twins interacted with them together. Like it wasn't like they were one on one, right? The magician talked to them right off the bat, one on two. Yeah, and the twins talked yeah. to them two on two, and there was like zero romantic, you know, chemistry from the from the girls' side because because there's having a you know group discussion i guess and so that was a huge miss on their part but um but why do you think just them just the magician and the twins met with them i mean i just think i just think their impression was that bad from talking like or just so not romantic i think it was Mm -hmm. just like that's all that happened um oh you're asking why did they talk to it why did they talk to him in a group well because when it those are like the first two kind of whatever conversations we yeah. saw and it was with Rachel and Gabby. So I was like, Oh, this is interesting. All the conversation is going to be like this, but those were the only two. That yeah, it's almost like the other people got wise to it 
and didn't do it that way, right? Or maybe, yeah. maybe they just made it. Maybe it's not they like just a job it. interview or something. Yeah, maybe they just blew it. And um, my, our friend Brandon made this comment. You know, he's like, "Man, I hope he. I guess he likes the magician. Thinks he's good at magic or something." But uh, he made the comment like, "I hope that uh, he's on Paradise." And I was thinking like, normally we see like favorites or regulars on paradise but lately i guess that's been changing and more obscure people are getting introduced on paradise and i could totally see the producers putting all three of those guys because maybe there's going to be this outpouring of sympathy from bachelor nation like oh the twins oh the magician they didn't get a fair shake that you know whatever this that and whatever and paradise is going to love them i don't know Mm -hmm. so well totally funny you should say that because and credit to my wife Josie, she broke this to me first. Uh, the twins are confirmed on Paradise. <laughs> you, just caught me with a mouth, you just caught me with a mouthful of water. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is okay. That's happening. That's happening then. Um, yeah. You heard it. Is this, this is a Drew and Dan exclusive. Yeah, Aaron Nola, if you're listening, um, <laughs> give us a shout out next time you're on the mound. Yeah. Yeah, just point, just point, point up one with each hand, I guess. We'll know that one, one finger for Drew, one for Dan. Yeah, Drew and Dan. We'll know what that means. It'll be our, it'll be our little thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Dan, I, um, that, that, it's just that is a typical first night. Other than that, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing typical about it with two bachelorettes. Um, but you know, it for what it was, it was, it was entertaining. Um, yeah. The season's going to be good, and uh, our pod's going to be fire. We're going to keep it rolling. We're going to have lots of guests. Um, you may, maybe even some Phillies are going to make an appearance now that we are yeah. an NBA bachelorette and Phillies bullpen pod. Um, mm. Did you? Did you? And as you watched it with Josie, was there anything that stood out to you guys um, in particular? You know that was that we haven't touched on yet. That was. Like, man, that's definitely worth noting or something that you want to keep. Yeah. Yeah. I think two things, um, one about some of the guys specifically, but overall it was, it was really funny that kind of the vibe for this season is like, um, Jesse Palmer kind of being like, all right, well you guys can like figure out what to do. Like, yeah. They have no idea how to do the two bachelorette things. And he's like, yeah, you guys will figure it out. Like right. Right. sort of like whatever you want to do, which is like, I don't know. There is no, there is no rose ceremony. It, it'll be really interesting to see how far that goes. Um, Cause I think we've talked about this on the pod before, how the last, even though Clayton season was a total dud him and whoever was before him, I liked it because it felt like it was a return to like, well, bachelor bachelorette is good because there's a certain set of rules. And so when the rare rule is broken, it's like a huge deal, but it became this thing where it's like Colton will jump a fence and leave the show. You Like it felt like every season had to escalate in how to break the rules and how many rules to break where I was excited to kind of get back to the basics, you know, but if it'll be interesting to see if, um, if Gabby and Rachel kind of figuring out like what, what the show looks like as they go, if it'll be annoying or not. Um, yeah. Did you notice that at all? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely did. So yeah, I don't, I, I'm interested to see what, 
level of competition this is going to do and if they're you know right now they're the best of friends do you think they stay the best of friends i think they do because with like clay like they have a history of like sticking by each other and being really clear about who's the villain and it's not them it's the guy that like broke their heart or whatever you know yeah so i think i don't know yeah. also did you like the boston guy um i'm remind me which guy was boston he was on gabby's he had a one-on-one or whatever with gabby and he like taught her how to how to talk boston on his he had a little whiteboard <laughs> he looks like a really nice version of chad yeah <laughs> I, think, I, uh, I, I think we really liked him and usually when when a man shushes a woman on live tv it's like a huge huge red flag but yeah i don't know i basically what i'm saying is i think he's gabby's front runner uh who is who do you think is gonna go far but boston guy and who because boston guy um forklift guy yeah i think him i think he and boston guy are the two front runners for each of them and then um Gosh, I can't remember this dude's name, but I don't, know, I don't know any of their names, so just say what they're known for. Like I'll just say race car guy. I think race car guy is got a strong yeah, race car guy. He's got a strong um, there's a dude who in his intro, like when he came out of the limo to both of them, he was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm gonna do right by you, like whatever happens. Do you do you know the guy I'm talking about? Um, I mean, I remember several people saying versions of that, but yeah, no. When well, they start, guy. when they start talking really seriously and solemnly, I kind of tune out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I need to find a new host. No. You're so. <laughs> All right, your mind uh, is poisoned against Rachel. It's you're not listening for the nuggets. Okay, I have to do no. all the I have to do all the heavy lifting over okay. here. Okay, do you think? Okay, real. You go to real, one Philadelphia Phillies game. Real talk. And you come real back talk, and you just you just think talk. you don't have to do work anymore. Real talk, Dan. Should I okay. should I open my mind? Should I back up the train? Open my mind and try and do a fresh start with Rachel and just you know should should I ignore everything from last season? You know and just try and be like she's. And, and see her for something different. I, for the sake of being able to comment on the show, I think you should hit reset. All and right. it's not saying that you have to like be a Rachel fan, but, but I don't know. We're, we're two of the foremost commentators in the bachelor nation. You know, we need to have clear minds. Speak, um, speaking of Bryce Harper, get well soon. Um, <laughs> speaking of two of the foremost co- commenters on Bachelor Nation, it's time to call the third most foremost commenter on Bachelor Nation. It's that time of the show where we call Matt yeah. Ehlers and he doesn't take our call. Uh, he's a regular watcher of the pod. He might actually take my call because I called him earlier and he already ignored me once today. So let's see. Let's see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> get some get some Matt Ehlers thoughts. Live. Oh, I thought I heard him pick up. <laughs> we have so many friends who would love the opportunity to talk Bachelor Nation on this pod, and we will have many of them on this season. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, we know you watch. We know you critique. We know you have opinions. 
Yeah, Matt's really invested. He used to like make fun of us for it, but he watches it devoutly now. Dude, I know. He he psychoanalyzes us, he watches. All right, we got we got we got no Matt. Okay. Next time, well, Matt, we'll get you. Uh any other thoughts, Drew? Prediction right now. Do both leave the show engaged, one leave the show engaged, or none leave the show engaged? I don't know. I feel like we're in like uncharted waters, you know? I, I could I could honestly well it's only week one, but I can honestly see any one of those scenarios happening. Like I could see Rachel connecting with a dude and then Gabby doesn't. I could see them both. I could see none of them. I don't know. It's hard to know. There's there's just so many dudes. It's like we Josie and I were saying last night, there's always week, it's week three or four. You know, it's like where the gauntlet just comes down and it's a bloodbath and like 10 guys get kicked off. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, I feel like after that point every year is when, um, when I really start to get a feel for everybody. I have no reason or evidence for this, but I'll just pick one. I say they both get engaged. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I I don't, (laughs) I could be totally wrong, but I'm just going to call it. I say both. Um, what do you think about the preview, the season preview they give? I love those when you got to get that glimpse of the whole season. Normally, though, you can't yeah. really see faces. I felt like on this preview, we could see a lot of, like, we could see which guys are going to go decently yeah. far. Um, it wasn't yeah. not a lot of mystery there, but um, yeah, a lot of drama, a lot of tears. Um, I don't know. It could be, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dan, are we going to have the wives on the show soon? Get the uh, our wives' perspective. Yeah, Josie's mad. She's not on this one, but yeah, soon. All right. <laughs> Next week, we know we know that's what people will come here to the show anyways, just to hear mm. what our wives think about the show. Um, if you didn't listen to our Bachelor in Paradise draft pod, scroll back a few episodes and jump on uh, jump on that one. It is worth watching for fans of Bachelor Nation. Any closing mm. thoughts here, Dan? No, just a shout out to. Um, Reese Hoskins. <laughs> Special yeah. thanks to Marco Poe for getting uh, the Phillies involved with the pod, and um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be carrying some some breaking Phillies news um, live here next couple episodes. Yep. All right, everyone. Oh yeah